Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Going to the chapel and we're... Questioning our manhood, yeah. What is my basketball team gonna say about this shiny mug, yeah? <laughs> love wins, and RuPaul is ready to marry some straight couples. I love heterosexuality. It's the makeover challenge, and y'all wanted a twist, eh? Well, the gals think they're gonna make over some beautiful women, but then they find out they're making over some gruff grooms into beautiful brides. Who goes to drag race and doesn't know how to sew? Plenty of people, it seems. Girl, of course. And Jocelyn has to not only ever overcome her fashion choices, but also turn her bride's closed-minded attitude into a fierce diva. Does she succeed? Whoop, 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 whoop. Trend alert. Leaving the runway to vomit. <laughs> a new episode of Race Chaser. Classic. Happening right now. <laughs> Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. who spelunk through the annals of the internet and the annals of our listeners. So please join us now for this very special forbidden episode of Race Race Chaser. Classic! (laughs) Yes. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Race Chaser Chaser Classic. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race. Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name is Alaska. What is yours? Hello, I'm Willem. I'm so glad we got this episode. This episode was hard to find. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's uh, been scrubbed from the internet, but uh, it's a good one. And yes. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But I mean, I, I, you'll, you'll still enjoy it, even if you haven't seen it since it came out. I think you'll still understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, and for those of you who press play on the episode at the beginning of pressing play on the podcast, uh, this might throw you off a little bit this week. And we apologize for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last week, the girls were playing uh, Horror of Fortune, guessing letters on Scruff Proof Pit Asses. And then. <laughs> Rue asked them. Did you to... say whore of fortune? Uh-huh. Yeah, because like wheel, but it's got two of the same letters. Okay. 
Um, the girls were interviewing Scruff crew pit asses. Was also what said. Scruff crew pit asses. Yep, they all got pits in them. She said, "Sometimes what she people said. suck the pit." Um, after the cherry's gone, you suck on the pit. Um, anyway, the girls were interviewing Chaz Bono and Georgia Holt, and uh, they were a few degrees away from Cher. And uh, Courtney killed the challenge. Trinity and Adore kind of floundered a little bit, so Trinity lip synced Adore, and then. A door got to stay in the funky game. Apology. So that brings us to Drag My Wedding, which is a makeover episode that you're going to love. The girls start the episode by walking in and TKB leaves a cute little message. She says, be cool, be nice, be you. XO TKB. A a classy queen, a classy exit. And I have a feeling... We haven't seen the last of her. Maybe she'll show up on All Stars. We haven't seen the last of her. What if we did a game where it was all guessing who um, the tag, the exit lines were? Oh, that would be great trivia. That would because there's at least a hundred. There's at least 160, but some of us would know. Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. Yeah, I already have them all in all the outlines. Put it in the file. Put it in the file. Uh, Courtney is very happy that she won the challenge. And she says she wants to have a talk show when she grows up. And honey, I have a feeling (laughs) she does have one. One plus one. Mm -hmm. Which is also Uh, a math show. Right. Uh, A math show? Oh, math Math. show. Um, Math. Hard A. Uh, Not hard, hot ice. Hard A. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Bianca Uh, and Courtney are getting a little snippy because they mentioned that that the girls are like, well, the only two that have lip synced are Bianca and Courtney. And Courtney's like, well, how about this be a dance challenge so I can be safe and Bianca can be in the bottom and then I'll just be the only one that hasn't lip synced. Oh, now you're really shady, Ava Perone, who looks like a sad bird. <laughs> the, the insult is so direct and couldn't it's be more so precise specific. and wonderful. I Eva love Bianca. Perone, who looks like a sad bird is what <laughs> Bianca is calling Courtney. And they, she went the whole day without saying it. So you know that she, she had was it in the chamber. It. You know she you know she said it in an interview too. Old she sad Bernabita. Sad Bernabita. She took that bullet and put it in the gun and she was ready all day with it. And Wait, it wasn't until the end of the until the beginning of the next episode that she was like, Oh yeah, well you look like a sad bird and even her own bitch. <laughs> The next day, uh, Courtney tells everyone that uh, she remembers being a magician's assistant and her rat testicle popped out when she was hiding in the box for a trick. And they were like, your right testicle? And she said, your rat testicle. Rat testicle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, honey, we've all been there. All been and there. And then we get a video message from RuPaul that says, beep, whoop, 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 whoop. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here in the presence of, yes, yes God. God, say I do, and I might just pronounce you America's next drag superstar. You may now kiss the mother-tucking bride. Girl, RuPaul. RuPaul comes coming up in the workroom. She doesn't even knock anymore. She just says, she comes in and she says, the girls need to pad out a bodysuit for their mini challenge and create abstract paintings. Like yes, body paint, twerk of art. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darian Lake comes in immediately with, uh, "We're gonna go shake our Monet makers." <laughs> Foreshadowing okay. Monet exchange. Right, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So RuPaul's on a soundstage, 
with six empty canvases on the floor, and the girls paint their bodies. Courtney looks like a, a brave heart. She just goes half and half. Um, and the other girls just make messes. Courtney's the only thing I could see a, a, a something in her body. Yeah, she knows and the value of negative space. This is a this is a fun this is a fun challenge. I mean, it's a mini yeah. challenge, so it's frivolous. It doesn't really mean anything, but it's really an opportunity for RuPaul to throw out, or really Tom Campbell to throw out every art pun that you can imagine. Uh, Lady Dada, um, Andy Horhall. Uh-huh. Uh, Tyra Banksy, uh, stop relying on that Botticelli. <laughs> There's some really good ones. Sometimes. Yeah, they're they're it's a it's a pun laden uh, mini challenge. Yes. Uh, I see it as a um, challenge of let's which wig do you want to ruin with paint? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna ruin some of your shit. Yeah. Um, Wear so, something that will be ruined. <laughs> the winner is Bianca Del Rio and. Uh, she has two two columns with uh, love going through it or something. I don't know. Yes, one represents industry, the other represents government, and the heart expands and rises above them both. Yeah, in betwixt. I love it. It's great. I'm I'm eating it up. I'm painting shit though. RuPaul invites six oh. girls back into the workroom, and tomorrow she's telling that she's going to be marrying people. Hmm. And uh, and then Bianca, who was the winner of the mini challenge, assigns the the ladies to the queens. Uh, do you this, think this was fair pairing? I love. I think the pairing is fair, and I love that they flip it even more. And the control that they thought they gave Bianca, they didn't. None. It's, it's a fake all. fake prize because then Random. the girls are all fucked because RuPaul says you're not gonna meet. You're going to make over the brides. You're going to make over the grooms into brides. And then yes. she reveals that through the magic of Fabric Planet, these men are going to become women and walk the runway as their new drag daughters. It's a family resemblance challenge, too. Yes. This yes. Is- and the queens are all gagged. And the queens are like, but I don't know how to sew. The- and the queens are supposed to be mother of the bride. I've never seen like a challenge where they specifically said, now be dowdy. Like Jocelyn has like a fake nude panel, be like dowdy. that doesn't match above her runway. Well, it's very enough mother of the about fake nude panels. We have had enough hoopla <laughs> regarding fake nude illusion panels on this pod. You're right. Uh, <laughs> um, you're right. You're right. Uh, I went to Reddit. You're right. <laughs> the uh, uh, be, uh, I don't know what happens. Bianca, um, I swear I watched it. I really <laughs> did. Bianca's. Well, uh, can can you give a little bit of insight on the bait and switch? The bait and switch is a reality TV tactic that has been used <laughs> since reality TV was invented. <laughs> but I mean, this specific one. Like, do you think the queens were really surprised? Do you think yes. they yes. thought they were going to do the women? Yes. Yes. And they got me together. How much because- for the women? They got me together because I was watching this and I was like, oh, I guess I didn't remember it right. I guess they make over the women. Like, they really got me together. And then they were like, oh, but bring in these burly men with beards. And these are the ones that you're going to be making over. It was pretty, it was pretty gag and Um, Adore 
says she doesn't do other people's makeup. She doesn't sew. She literally is freaking out. She puts her hands over her face. She's at the point where, like, she doesn't even want a camera to see what she's going through. And the bride is like, oh, my God, are you okay? (laughs) Like, The bride's looking around at producers like, can I get a different faggot to do my wedding? Like, literally. Um, Bianca's treating it like her, like, consult, like an intake Mm -hmm. for a client. She's drawing sketches. She's like, she's making everyone feel happy. Man, the bride being happy is, like, the the biggest thing. And Um, she recognizes that. Now, Jocelyn's uh, bride uh, is really trepidatious about the whole process. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, don't call me pretty. No, I don't want to wear hip pads. No, 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 no. Like, like really just like sort of seeing what all of this entails and is like, I don't fucking want to do this. And I we think, see that happening. Yeah, I feel like he felt like it might have been a fun idea or his girl convinced him or somebody convinced him to do it. And then when he got there and he saw all the pink on all the walls, it He's became like, a little whoa, too whoa, real. Whoa, whoa, and then he was worried about his uh, teammates on his basketball team, like seeing it and like yeah. the locker room chat. And yeah, and that's just the first of the trepidation. Later, he gets kind of offensive, um, but, you know, different time, different whatever. Um, but we'll get into that. But he does not want to be pretty. And we're going to take a break real quick. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Um, So Willem, are you going to shave for this challenge? Uh, it's been six years. <laughs> it's been six whole years. Um, yeah, Dela is dealing. years. <laughs> Dela is dealing with a bride who has a hefty beard and hasn't shaved in six years, and whose spouse or soon to be 
it has never seen him without a beard. So this is really going to be a, a deep transformation for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, also, is this the birth of Chapstick and Mascara? Because Dela says in About the interview Courtney. chair, oh, well, Courtney's going to have a great time uh, doing makeup on someone else because all Courtney wears is Chapstick and Mascara. Is that the first iter- iteration? I feel like Courtney probably has been saying it and then she said it in the workroom and then someone said it. Or maybe Ben did make it up because he is a great writer. She is a great writer. Who knows? Um, uh, but Darian's bride. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I know I know Anna, the bride, and I know her husband, and what? they're very. They come to they come to all the shows. Their daughter Pixie listens to the podcast. They're um they're uh-huh. awesome. They're like Hollywood friends. She's very like with the band. Um, she's the very rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's her girl. bride. And Darian has her as their wedding couple. And uh, they're talking about like, what do you, what do you want to do for your groom? And she's like, Oh, let's go goth. And then make she her said, look make, like detox or Sharon. Bury that. She used to yeah. come to the trans K show. So she knows. Um, Darren's like, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> it, I love a, I love a point of view. Like, exactly. Not step toeing around like Joanne's bride. Right. I love that. I love that people think that detox is goth. I don't like. I. 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 I see her. I. I see her as like intense and severe, but always like bright colors. Now, but she wore a lot of black, and like when she has her ass out and she's doing "I want to fuck you like an animal" in a black wig, that immediately skews goth. Yeah, she does. Or a black blow up wig. I love detox. Sometimes, me too. Detox is the best. Um, um, Courtney trying to farm as, out her challenge work. She says, um, so, do you, do know, you know how to sow? Do you, oh my you gosh. sow? Sow, oh sow? Oh my gosh. Uh, it's not, <laughs> Courtney's outfit is looking, um, what's a nice Well, word? a honey mahog body. Honey mahog body. Very that. It's, um, I there's d- no uh, curves, no swerves. <laughs> it's, uh, a potato. Right. Adore is telling her guy, I'm going to beat your face. And the guy's like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. Us. What are you, what? What do you mean by that, bitch? <laughs> um, he yeah. isn't quite that upset about it. But he's like, what are you, what, you're going to punch me in the face? I love it. That's the, that's what, those are the moments that we want in an episode like this. Mm-hmm. Those misunderstandings. Uh, RuPaul <laughs> comes in the room and says, attention, women. It's time for your fittings from her tuxedos. And the grooms leave. So now it's just the queens and the dolls and the makings over and the making over. The shade is getting, is is flying between cool. Darian and Courtney. Darian, and Courtney and everybody. Darian must have been in the interview chair twice as long as everybody else. Because she has something shady to say about everybody. She does. And it's always funny. But it's always funny. Darian says that Courtney is having trouble making her costumes for her bride makeover because she doesn't make her own looks and all the dragons she has is teeny tiny. And then Darian goes, you don't have something for my size? Size 16 or something? Um, And it's just true and hilarious. She's so funny. And then RuPaul comes in for the walkthrough with the Goyles. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rosie Q, says Jocelyn, uh, who, and again, Brandon, he, he says he's a basketball player, and RuPaul is joking and says, what will your teammates say? And he's like, 
They'll be devastated. (laughs) (laughs) This is, though, this is... Didn't you see Ladybugs? This always works. (laughs) Joanna Man? This is Joanna Man. No. This is, though... Why toxic masculinity is so Sexy. like damaging? Oh, yeah. What did you say? Huh? <laughs> Jesus. It's so damaging, and it is so toxic because you end up seeing the effects of like, like he would have been fine doing this experience and having this marriage happen and be what it is, he would have been fine if it weren't for his toxically masculine basketball guys who aren't even there, but just the very thought of them is making him like full of fear and anxiety and like not want to be part of this. The very thought of Rue. I I see, but maybe he foresaw in the future that he was going to be shiny metallic white. Like she almost gave him a tin man sheen. She hey, it worked Jocelyn, for detox. No, no, that was a different thing. That was EOY 2010, <laughs> and then once on the runway. I she, have your beep Zoid, Zoid go on and wind me up, 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 up. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the makeup that Jocelyn is doing is not helping him. I think maybe he's seeing that and going even further down the rabbit hole once he's be like, "Why am I this color?" You know, the he's next like, day. At ne- least if I look sickening. At like, least they got I him back to set the next day. Right, yeah. right. I don't know. Um, do you think Bianca helped the door with her uh, sewing outfit? I, th- I um, for sure thought no. she was going to go over and be like, <laughs> let me help you. She was Move like, it, kid. well, why, it, kid. why don't you just put it how you want to put it and then um, sew it? Like, <laughs> which is basically the whole that, that is what sewing is, yeah. is, putting the fabric where you want it. Adore does not know how to do it. Uh, I thought for a second this was going to be, she put the look on, she put the ensemble on the mannequin. She couldn't get it off the mannequin. I offered to help her and she said no. That was Gia Gunn though, earlier in the season with Adore, oh. putting the ensemble. <laughs> Adore sewing is not her strongest suit. No. Her strongest suit! <laughs> Uh, uh, Courtney is mock shock that Bianca's bride is wearing a boat neck gown. And for translation, that is a boat neck gown. Right. I'm surprised. Gown. I think they all went a little bit ham in the shade factor. I think, I feel they like. They made a TV show. I feel like the girls maybe like right before they walked into the workroom said to each other, like, should we just like, should we really just like kind of pick on each other a little bit more today? Because everyone is going wild with the shade. This I mean, we had shade every day, all day. Well, yeah, because you were there. No, it wasn't (laughs) me. It was if a lot of girls were just yelling whatever they wanted to yell. Don't you think it's also like, you know, when you want to like show off for your friend? Oh, like right. There's someone else turn. in the room. Right. I think, yeah, I think that could definitely be it as well. These, these queens are shady elephants. Um, the next day, the shade has rubbed off onto Adora's bride, who is throwing shade, Honey. casting dust and aspersions all across the world. That work wig room. had dust and spores. According to him, he said it looked like a thrift store wig. Adore pulls out this raggedy black wig, which honestly looks great on the runway once it's on. And he says it looks like a thrift store wig. 
gosh. Shady bastard. Wow, that looks like a thrift store wig. <laughs> and he's wow, wearing a Doors like jacket on stage. He really, he speaks like a drag queen. He, Adore's Bride is definitely the most honorary actual drag queen of the group because he yeah. speaks like, I mean, it's like the ghost of Gia Gunn has literally taken over this man's <laughs> Thrift store wig. <laughs> it looks like a thrift store wig. I bought my first wig at a thrift store. Um, I love that. I don't know if I'm Short. a black hair girl. Oh my god. There's always I one in the bunch. has got your natural hog body. <gasps> That's a compliment. Fuck no, you. it's not. Seeing a door and her Fuck you. you feel really confident. With that fucking honey mahogany dress? Better than a honey mahog body. Wow. All the girls are Courtney like, smirk. and then Courtney's like, you like Courtney's that? little smirk. Uh, making television for Miss RuPaul Charles. That, that was that like, smirk. If you want a villain, I'll give you one. <laughs> And how And how, I'm gonna give it wings. And if you're looking at this while you're watching, the way that Courtney has her hair pinned is how to obliterate a hairline. Don't put pins on the top right there. Do not do it. Where? She's got a cross hatch right here. Oh right in the Cena. Yeah, with ace bandage too. See now I do mine back here. Mm-hmm. I used to do mine up here. No. In the narrow. front. Narrow. Now I do them back here. Back here? Back there. Uh, uh, Jocelyn is continuing to uh, see that her bride doesn't like the makeup process. He's very uncomfortable with the idea that people are going to be seeing. He's backing away from the brush every time she goes to put more on. He's like, ugh. He doesn't want to do this. And I, I almost, it makes me wonder at what point. How did they get him back to set after for day two? What, but at what point, if the person is this uncomfortable, I, I felt uncomfortable for him. It's like, can you replace him with somebody else? You know, it's, you probably can't. You know what happened on Drag U, right? When my girl tried what? to leave overnight, she got in a wow. fight with RuPaul and Matthew, said she wouldn't wear a corset. She had to be convinced and paid to come back to set. Maybe they did that. Maybe they paid him more. I don't know. That's Maybe what they happened. were like, hey. Yeah. Because, like, she was going to ruin the whole episode. She was not going to come back to set the next day. I feel like nowadays, though, they wouldn't have followed through with this. Like, they they would be like, he was uncomfortable with the process. And so we made different arrangements. I mean, he was comfortable enough. No, because he was comfortable enough that he stayed. He could have walked free will, you know. But he 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 tried to walk on the main stage. He just walked out to throw up. He came back. I threw up on the main stage and I came Pulling back. Pulling a willow. It's what you do. You go throw up and then you come back. <laughs> you have broken the rules. Should we... Um, I think I don't... there's some more... Hold on. Shady shit. I'm excited too. I really am. I just can't believe my little girl's growing up. Oh, shut up. He's talking shit about you. What? Who's talking shit about me? Fucking Adore's daughter, Hogbody. <laughs> Don't Hog blame body. me. Delina oh, has something to say about Madame She's De La Creme. Well, let's hear what you have to say when you make your daughter lose the challenge, Hogbody. <gasps> I'm going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. Stay home <laughs> with me and pray. Derry <laughs> quoting Carrie. Comes Just... in with a joke to lighten the tension because it was getting a little too real. Uh... 
Dela took it a little. Uh, he went there. He said, we'll "Baby, you're gonna lose. On, <laughs> you're gonna lose. Learn like, your words." Oh, shit. Yeah, Ben can just shout too. Lovely. Uh, so let's bring it to the runway, shall we? Life is a party runway. Life is a party runway. Party runway. Party party. Oh my gosh, RuPaul. RuPaul. The hair is. After last week is a little flat, honestly. This feels like just fresh out of the tub hair. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it. And the nude lip, the, the sequins sparkle up and like kind of like cancel her lip out sometimes when she's seated. She's so beautiful, but like this isn't my favorite RuPaul look. It's it's a very soft paint. I think soft beat. I think because last 45 week, minutes. They went so sort of gloved and gowned and updo. She's like, let I think, me just take my hair down. I think they went more easy breezy this week. It's like the hair is down. It's not super done. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's not a lot of accessories going on. A simple uh, light blue ice sequin paillette gown. Um, and she looks, I mean, she looks beautiful. You see blue? I see silver and white. You see black and gold, blue and gold? Is this that challenge where the dress is different colors? It's light, light blue. No, it's silver. Working with you is a challenge. That's what it is. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's not blue, bitch. Okay. I I get the feeling that this dress is like one of those dresses you find at the store where the front is sequined. And the back is. the back is just jersey knit. (laughs) Don't turn around. It kind of is giving me that. Very Joyce Leslie strawberry thoughts. But you can't say she doesn't look absolutely No, stunning. and she's selling it. That is the garment. You can't tell her otherwise. Don't Just don't make her put on a nail. Not in season and six. She, <laughs> and she says, I feel like champagne. Or at least champagne. <laughs> um, the, the jokes with uh, the judges' introductions. Well, they were doing a little bit of a... Uh, do you have any tips for marriage? Yes. Never go to bed angry. Yeah, I haven't slept in six, in six months. months. Uh, they were doing, you know, a character. And I love that um, that uh, David and uh, Neil both dressed so stunningly. Uh, of course. Ne- Neil is in an ivory jacket. And Satin David... Lapel. Yes, David is in a black tuxedo with a bow tie. They dress like they were coming to a wedding. Yeah, gorge. Um, life is a party. Life is David a party. Gurka, friend of the pod. <laughs> um, so let's take a break. Santino can't even put it on a goddamn tie. We're taking a break. Wait, <laughs> wait. But before we go to the break, we have to give you a misdirect. Courtney is going to be crying in the next segment. Okay. She's crying. Okay. Let's go to break. Should we do that? We are back and Courtney Act is crying her eyes out as the mother of the bride because she's oh. giving away her daughter. Oh, see, it was a misdirect. She wasn't really crying. Oh, I um, see. Anyway, should we look at these looks and these brides? Should and- we? Or do we have to? We should, though. But, like, some of these looks are bad. Let's just get to them. Jocelyn's bride comes out first in all her me- high-lit metallic glory. 
looking, being dragged. She looks, Jocelyn, she looks good Jocelyn, with the veil down. Jocelyn at one point says, "Come on." <laughs> she looks back and says, "Come on." Like then it's just. Uh, I feel like the veil does help. I feel like Bradonna's look could have benefited from him more veils, o- owning it more. Oh yes, yeah, no, smiling. Because- because instantly, it. as soon as you feel like a little bit like unsure or like doubtful or like wanting to hide, Mrs. Like doubtful. The, the drag, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtful. Uh, <laughs> the, it's like the drag like loses its like electricity, like it loses mm-hmm. its, its power and just becomes a bunch of shit that's on you that you don't want to be on you. That's where she turns. She's like, "Come on, bitch, and- you walk or not." And Bradonna's poor, you know, groom who's standing at the end of the runway is like, oh, she looks, um, she looks, oh, oh, God. Ooh. Is that Krylon? <laughs> oh, my God. She goes, oof, woof. They didn't have your shade, huh, baby? Jocelyn is just glowing. You can't tell her nothing is wrong. You <laughs> that nude illusion so is wrong. But I, I do love that she is a spirit. Uh, that is indomitable for sure. She looks beautiful. I looks great. I wanted one of the girls to lift the girl's veil back, take a look, and then close the veil <laughs> and leave it shut. That would have been the ultimate. Uh, that would have been the ultimate shade. Like, oof, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. It needs but to wait, happen. can we can we talk about the looks though of the mothers of the bride? Because Jocelyn was not great. It's the most clothes she's she ever worn. Beautiful. It's more clothes than she wore all season. And there was a weird panel at the top. What is that panel? She's wearing a thing underneath to make it even more consoivative. Why? Uh, I think she looks great. And this is something an actual I love it all other than that panel. And Champagne the arm sequin. Mm, Champagne. I, okay. Looks beautiful. Looks we'll like Candy Johnson. Disagree. I guess we will. Next up, we have the gorgeous, the lovely, the talented. Can this playback go faster? Oh, Courtney Act. <laughs> Courtney Act. Courtney. Um, and she's doing this Butterflies could be a free. case. This could be a case of when the contestant uses the good shit on themselves and then gives the scraps to their makeover. Because could be. Could be. <laughs> Courtney looks exquisite. She's in this uh, beige uh, uh, nude illusion gown with butterflies all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she and gives her hair is in an updo. She looks stunning. Hundreds of butterflies. And then uh, her bride do. has seven. Six. Yeah. And they're, co- and they're covered. And she's got a turquoise strap over a white frill. It's the, and the, the dress goes to the to uh, just below the knee. Yeah, it's a weird is... length for an older bride. And Courtney reasons that it's a Louisiana wedding, like down south. And that does not go well, because the they're like, little girl, that. do you know where Louisiana is? <laughs> I will say the face looks great. I mean, With the on, veil. on Courtney's bride. Yeah. I think that, you know. And they do look it, alike. <laughs> the critique... <laughs> The critique could be that, oh, Courtney does very minimal makeup, but she obviously knows her way around doing makeup because she took this, like, man who doesn't have a tiny little bird face like Courtney uh-huh. and made him look really pretty. I think he looks really pretty. I have a new drag name, Critica Sumpters. <laughs> Critica. Critica. Why don't Sumpters. we check out our next bride and mother of the bride? 
Well, it's, it's Bianca. It's a two-for-one ugly contest. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, they're both crying, and Bianca's bride looks like Chucky. Chucky got into the makeup. You're being unfair. No, I'm I not. think she looks great. The, the brow that Bianca put on her bride is a crime. He okay. looks like if Pinocchio had a girlfriend. So wooden. <laughs> like, just stamped. Uh, well... And then this Let me start cup. with Bianca. Let me start with Bianca. Bianca looks beautiful. exquisite. Yeah. She's in a beautiful yellow gown with a yellow flower fascinator. Um, Is that and a lemon acting or a choices. Uh, I believe it is a, a sunflower. Um, uh, I I believe it was uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier who did a series of sunflower gowns that went down the runway uh, before she fished it out of that bargain basement bin. Um, <laughs> uh, it, she looks great and her acting choices are really great because really they don't tell you this is an acting challenge, but it kind of is. You're yeah. playing the mother of the bride who you're giving away. Bianca's doing a great job of I'm crying, but I'm also like holding back the tears because I don't want to be a mess. And then she pulls out the thing from her wig to like dab her tears. She's very funny, even though without a single word, she's telling a whole story. Her bride looks great. You can't outwig Bianca Del Rio. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a fabulous lace front situation going on and the wig is doing a lot of the work here yes it's doing the heavy lifting and she did a little yellow piping around the edge (laughs) of the veil the ribbon on the flowers is yellow to match bianca this is beautiful bianca knows how to make some fucking clothes yeah i mean she just does yeah now darian's bride (laughs) damon is looking goth he's beautiful he mm-hmm. looks kind of like um, old Khloe Kardashian. Oh, yeah. Okay, I can see that. I think this is the prettiest one in the face. Like, naturally the prettiest face. Yeah, Gorge. I do like that Darian has, like, a moment where she takes some black color spray and sprays the bouquet black for um, Anna and Damon's wedding. Da- uh, Anna looks like the coolest groom ever. She's got, like, her hat tipped back. And like her boobs out. She looks sexy. I yes. love this. This is so fun seeing my friends on TV. Uh, Darian's outfit. I'm not gagged by. Me neither. Uh, I'm wondering what happened actually. And and where did. I didn't even know she okay. knew Madame LaQueer. How did she get that wig Wait. from her? <laughs> Wait a second though. Now that I'm looking. Hold on. Now that I'm looking at it. She's playing the mother, the mother of this goth character. So this kind of says like a, an older woman who used to be goth, who still dresses like funky, who still has a little bit of color in her hair. Uh, it says a lot. You're right. I, I kind of get it now. I didn't get it for a second, but I kind of get it now. I'm glad you get it. Why don't we look at our next bride to be gotten? And so herky it is, jerky. It is <laughs> Adora Delantro. They're on the runway for like seven seconds. It is the fastest <laughs> run. It's the quick run. Adora and her bride look like drug seeking teenagers at a mall. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, hey, mister, we're here to get married. Do They're you the get teenage shots? girls. 
They're the teenage girls from White Lotus and they're looking for their backpack. Very that. They need to find their backpack. They look like <laughs> happy-go-lucky teens. No, we're legal. Very that. Uh, <laughs> Do you have a car? That face on her bride looks like a Muppet. <laughs> it looks Does like it? a it looks like Janice, but in a in a in a Rosanna Dana Dana wig. It's very Janice. But strong eye, strong lip, bold choice. You know what? I'm I'm glad that it's strong and wrong instead of bland yeah. and not right. Yeah. Adore Adore did her best. I do like her dress, her mother of the bride dress, but you can't make Adore look old. You can't. I mean, you really can't. But she also wore like a very young outfit and very young hair. Mm-hmm. So I I think she could have shown range and gone like motherly in this moment, but she was like, no, I'm gonna be fucking Adora Delano because yeah. Adora Delano's cool because she knows the motherly thing is gonna be like killed by everybody else. Ben comes out next in like this perfectly tailored suit, very Beautiful. mother of the bride, yes. peach accents on his bride. They look great. Um, yes, absolutely. Dayla now, would you call is- this a peach or a nectarine? Uh, hot nobody coral. gives a shit about that nectarine crap, Clary. <laughs> um, it's very, it's very cute. She's got flowers, uh, detailing at the hip, at the bust. It's telling the eye where you want it to go and making it go there. That's what Ben's outfit does. They had very, uh, they had sort of choreographed steps. And also, I think Dela gets points for the biggest transformation because her bride started out really bearded. The the spouse had never seen him without a beard. And now we know why he has no upper lip. Okay. But Dela did a great job of painting her. She looks beautiful. You can tell she feels beautiful. It's a white dress with the pink flower accents. I thought uh, very well done. For Ben de la Cream. He is beautiful. He knows he's beautiful. <laughs> His bride is beautiful. My colors are beautiful and I will show my colors. <laughs> um you know, Willem. What? We got through we got through the punches like water off a duck's back. And we weren't afraid to scream out where my people at. Uh and if I've had it officially and you see me frown, just drag it up. <laughs> And put on that sequence gown. Uh, Hallelujah. <laughs> Honestly, the the god Anna and um and Damon's vows just like must have placated the drag race like producers so much. That is so great. That so like funny. they found the perfect people to get Matt re-weddinged on. And RuPaul throws rice and says, Everybody say love. And yes. the girls all throw their bouquets. Everybody say Kylie's unique love. love. <laughs> uh, would you ever have a drag wedding? No. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, 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 no. Actually, yes. Actually, yes, I would. Because, I mean, if you're going to do it and have all the pictures taken, like, honey, like, why not wear a fucking big, over-the-top, crazy-ass fucking thing? Yeah. I Who mean- was like... I was listening to someone on a podcast. It might have been, it was probably on the mom network, but it was like, they were saying that like, they would start out, like I think walking down the aisle and doing that whole rigmarole in drag, Mm -hmm. big fucking veil and fucking dress and everything like that. Fierce. Then for the after party, get out of drag and do like a tuxedo kind of, you know, moment. Mm -hmm. That is best of both worlds. Yeah. For me, that's what I would do. 
Mm-hmm. That would would nice. you ever do a drag wedding? Um, uh, I don't know. Depends what did you I... wear to your first wedding? I wore a Tammy Wynette shirt that said Stand By Your Man. It was blue. It was from eBay, and I just got it. So it was my something borrowed, something blue, something old, something new, all in one. Aww. And then my ex wore a, um, a Cardinals jersey, and I blew him in the car. That's so it's a nice cool. wedding. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> everybody say Kylie Sonic Love. I love that. That's never gonna now, get old. Now, Who goes home? Oh, do we well, do that Should we throw the Huff date? Oh, the Huff date. Let's take the ho- Holland Huff Julian, date. Julian Huff date. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know that we're back on Classique, but Latrice and Manila are holding it down on the chop and informing yes. all of us what's happened over in Europe at the, the Holland's Drag Race Season 2. This is... The Holland, Holland Huff Date. Manila, what in the Sam hell is going on on this day? in Drag Race history. Mm. Well, it's tomfoolery is exactly what happened, and I'm still goop-gagged with this elimination. Same, but the great thing is we get to chat with Kita Minaj to find out how she is doing and if she feels robbed. Yes, we sure will. Now, Kita, how do you feel? Well, I have no idea what she just said, but we'll find out this Thursday on The Chop. Judges were judging. Judges be judging. Brandonna be Brandoning. <laughs> they they literally mentioned the gram the lady gremlin. This is why. Okay, okay, okay. They is that too not, far? They should not have done the critiques with the bride standing there. No, the, they like, should have been back case. in the untucked room. Because it's very hard to stand there and be told that you look gutter bucket, even if. You are a drag queen and it is you you have signed up and waited your whole life to be on this competition where a big part of it is standing there getting read to filth by a judging panel. And then he this throws poor up. Poor child. Poor child. This poor child got put into drag by this white girl who didn't know how to do color match foundations. Oh at all. Overused shimmer product. Tin manned out. And also was having like a masculinity like crisis and then had to stand there and have Michelle say, you look like a ghoul. You look like the Tin Man. (laughs) It's no wonder he like just fucking walked off and threw up and pulled a Willem off stage. I mean, not only it's one thing when he thought his room, his basketball teammates were going to make fun of him, but it's another one. He's like, fuck, I don't even look cute. (laughs) I know. It's hard. It's hard to be ugly. Uh, speaking of ugly, we got Courtney next. He was also he was also like trying to find the exit. It was very like in the bird cage where they put up the curtains and uh-huh. they can't find where the fucking door very is. Bad. It was very that I was like watching him walk off stage and I was like, there's not an exit over there, babe. There's no there's nothing <laughs> over there. That's just a wall. Yeah. No. Um Rian <laughs> Rian actually gets up and goes and gives him like a, a Kleenex or a tissue. Does he? Yeah. Nobody did that for me. I thought Chanel was there. Chanel was there, but she just held back my wig. <laughs> um, reenact is like Leanne Rhymes. 
Rianne Act. Yeah, I'm getting it. That's Leanne, like Rianne. Rianne Act. Oh, and it's like reenacting. Oh, see, it took me a minute with Courtney's name, too. Now I get it. Reenact. It works better in Australian, like Courtney Act. (laughs) Keeper. Uh, The judges thought that Courtney looked too hot to be mother of the bride. And Michelle Her is, only critique is she's too sexy, uh-huh. too beautiful. Michelle never liked Courtney, and you can tell. Why did we go with this length of dress? <laughs> yeah, why did we? <laughs> what, did yeah. you run out of fabric, doll face? <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's weird. Weird and bad. Um, <laughs> Bianca <laughs> has Fifi Del Rio. Yeah. Um, and fuck, this guy's making Bianca look gorgeous. I'll say that. Bianca's... <gasps> Uh, <laughs> she's not a she wasn't a, an easy soft birth there were a lot of corners she's right. hard her daughter's hard Vivi del rio is hard um uh, but the judges agree that she nailed this look um santino San- has a note he says maybe if you added a train to the dress and bianca has a great comeback she's like what do you want his balls are tucked his dicks in his ass i can't give him a train too <laughs> <laughs> she's very funny and playful with the judges and they are eating it uh, uh, David said he would mistake Fifi for a woman on the street, and Ruth says that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> no, she says so you don't funny. get out much. You don't get out much, doll. Yeah. Uh, Darian transformed Damon into androgyny Lake, uh, which we love. Um, she's feeling her oats. She feels great. Uh, she looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says she might try out for the show one day. Babies having babies. Um, Neil said he didn't get the whole goth thing from Darian and that Darian yeah. is his least favorite. Um, wow. I know. Harsh critiques. No, no, no shock. She's my drag daughter. She's my baby. Harsh, harsh words. Harsh words. On Dela, Ben de la Creme transformed Kevin into Suzette Alamode. Okay. I love that. It's kind of like her name, but not. Yeah. I like it. So cute. Um, the, the look is strong. They <laughs> Kevin's don't have like much... in my Kavina, you'll be Suzette. <laughs> Please <laughs> they... sit down. You'll be Suzette. Suzette, sit down. Let's practice Suzette <laughs> Alamode. They don't have much to say negativity wise. Santino has a few eye makeup critiques, but. It is important to remember that Bendela's daughter uh, went on to audition for season seven and she changed her name to Tempest Du Jour and the rest is history. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it can happen for you. <laughs> Damn. Um, Adore, Adore's baby. Does she even look like her? No, because Adore did <laughs> light makeup. Like if Adore did the makeup that she wore last week when she lip-synced, it would have been a family resemblance, kind of. But the best that's thing... That's my little honey bun, Delano. That's the best part of her, of this Adore's baby is the name, Honey Bun Delano. <laughs> that's so, so cute! It's better than Honey Boo Boo, Honey Bun Delano. Honey Bun is a cute um, name. But, uh, Honey Bun throws her mother under the bus. That's the worst. She says, after talking to Adora, we went in the punk direction. And they just read them. Tip to tail. <laughs> it's not mother-daughter. There's the From top to toe, it's a mess. Oh, my, my God. God. Oh, it looks like toilet paper ruched <laughs> up the front of her. Oh, my God. It's like it's like to- it's like a newspaper cut a windstorm. Uh, <laughs> Tin Man, Hershey Kiss, uh, Glinda the Good Witch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but, but, uh, Adore gets the name of her album, Till Death Do Us Party, from these marriage vows. 
Oh, work. I love that. that. Well, the winner is Bianca Del Rio. And she wins a trip for two to Hawaii. And uh, so does her couple, Alex and Eddie, which is nice. I have a question. Yes. Do you think that... uh, Do you think Dela could have possibly won last week and And also could have possibly won this week? I think Dela was a close second each, each of these episodes. And it shows why it's he rough. won All Stars. He won five. He won five challenges in All Stars before he was like, "I'm good. I'm going." Yeah, he's, he's very good at what he does. She's very good at what she does too. And it's almost yeah. It's almost like if it was, if Somebody it else. was her season, mm-hmm. she would. It was like she most definitely would have won those challenges. She was definitely. I don't know. She was definitely the Manila of this season. Right. That's my little honey bun. <laughs> Got a lot of honey bun tonight. <laughs> Wait, uh, that's the liquid, right? Hundred and one times of fun. He's my little honey bun. <laughs> that's what we should open your pageant with next year. Hundred and one times of fun. That's my little honey bun. And his eyes flutter up. Yeah, illusions. Illusions of the delusion. So the um, winner, the confusion of my illusion. Um, Bianca Del Rio is the winner. She wins a trip for two to Hawaii, and so does her couple, Alex and Eddie. They win a trip for two to Hawaii. Um, Uh, The lips already. I'm sorry, I don't listen. (laughs) <laughs> sorry, I don't sorry, Chad. <laughs> sorry, Chad. Now, if it wasn't for a last minute decision, I think abortion. Shit! What a what a hard left. God bless Jocelyn. <laughs> um, the lip sync song this week is "Think" by Aretha Franklin. And think, think. Uh, yes. And Adora Jocelyn. Uh, Adora attacks the song, and she's just telling judges, "You better think." You just send me home. Oh, and for sure. She's like, I did this last week and I stayed. I'm going to stay again. And this girl's going to go home. <laughs> Wait, I wrote down in my notes that I didn't read it. That a Doors guy looked like a queen at 340 doing XT at the VMAs. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like Rubber Child. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. I love that Rubber Child is now going to be, um, like, what phase of Amanda Lepore did you like Rubber best at? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Adore takes no, off her love. shoes during the lip sync. And um, Neil, Neil and David are not tipping, but they seem to be having a good time. They're having fun. Um, Adore is giving it her all, as she always does. Ripped her tights uh, on the stage. There's such an intensity to Adore Delano. Um... And I think that's why she gets away with kicking her shoes off. Jo- uh, yeah. Ooh, Joslyn is doing fancy footwork because she's lifting the guy out. There's she's giving you fancy the footwork. sleeve on this too. I just hate it. It's rough to have to like do a number in a mother of the bride gown, especially when your like character is like a hoochie scoochie. Yeah. Uh, How is where where can she scooch in that? I see there's no, no scooching and there's no hooching. Um, Adore wins. Uh, RuPaul says to Jocelyn, she says, for better or worcester, keep it foxy. Wonk, wonk. Yes. 
Which is a Boston shout out, I think, right? Oh, that's very cute. Yeah. We love Jocelyn Fox. What a classy doll. What a classy dame. Mm-hmm. A ball of positive energy. Yeah, love, 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 love. Uh, Now, to answer a question about why this episode isn't available to stream on any network, Hulu says, sorry for any update. Due to specific streaming rights, season six, episode 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race is not available in our library at this time. That said, we'll share your interest in seeing it added in the future. For now, be sure to keep the show in your WL, my stuff to stay updated. Watch list, WL? Maybe, I don't know. Um, did so, why did they take this out because of the guy's homophobia or because uh, music clearance? Song? Yeah, that's the only thing I can think is music clearance, or maybe Rude didn't like how she looked. I don't know. I music clearance is what be... Carol Burnett uh show kept off the air because all that stuff didn't clear apparently. And there, yeah, there was a reason there that was the reason why season one was so unfindable for so long was because of the music. Uh, do you, I, I don't know why I thought this. I thought it was because the guy, like, Brandonna, didn't like being in drag on TV and literally said, I'm going to sue you if you put this out there. That's oh. what I thought it was. Maybe that did happen. I don't know. If anyone has any knowledge or insight into this, um, please let us know. His whole behavior seemed very cry for help the whole time. Like it just, I feel like he was doing it to keep his woman happy, happy wife, happy life. And he made the choice to put on the dress and it made him so sick that he threw up. His body was rejecting the drag. His body rejected the drag so wholeheartedly. It said, I'm gonna throw up on dress so you get to take it off, buddy. That's what is hard. Honey, drag, drag is not for everybody. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what happened here. And, um, you know, I've, I've seen your body reject the drag, too. Uh, my body's rejected the drag once or twice. and It goes back to the desert. One time. I, nobody gets out of drag ever. No, uh, nobody, nobody gets out of drag. <laughs> you know what? Every now and then, I want to hear some bologna. Smooth roasted bologna with yes. flavor. So, <laughs> flavor you can taste. <laughs> so this is a segment we call Banter, Banter with, with Bianca. Bianca. <laughs> Now, were you aware that you were making the same dress in the same silhouette every week? Or were you just in the moment and it didn't really occur to you? Was this a branding thing? No. Do, it you, wasn't... Have, do you have legs? I do. And <laughs> but you know what's so how many? So let's cut it down. Three. If you cut it down, <laughs> what happened oh, was wow. if you brace it, if you if you if you look at the scenario, I had a week and a half. So you know when you get the list, and the list is gold. The the list is you know uh, animal. The list mm-hmm. is whatever. So I was just pulling what I had. I mean, this was before people had all these designers that are creating these ten thousand dollar looks. It wasn't the same right. show then. So you were just mm-hmm. grabbing everything you could. And the other thing that was horrifying, you know, the rule: five bags, fifty pounds. And I was like. Like, well, can I, uh, you know, pay for the extra? Absolutely not. It was five bags, five pounds. Well, Courtney mm. fucking act had five plastic bins and she drove there with those fucking wings. She's still lost, but she drove there with those <laughs> wings, which I didn't know could possibly happen. So cut to, you know, episodic wise, I didn't know when I was wearing what or what we were doing. I just had a rack of Bianca dresses that I would wear <laughs> in New York. Right. The, there was a couple of things, like the black and white dress was only different 
because that was my skirt from this Evita dress that I had that I just made mm. a black bodice quickly for that. Um, and we never know what order things are going to be in. So it right. was just kind of like, this is what I got. This is what I'm filling the time with. Did you and pull any? The dress we made when we made that blue, when I made that blue dress that Bob Mackey hated. Um, literally, <laughs> I had a yard and a half. You know, the supplies are shit. So I had a yard and a half of just blue. That was it. So I couldn't do anything else with it. Did you uh, bring anything from the costume rental costume house you worked at that was like big no. poles or no? Because we don't keep stuff. We make it and it goes out um. to them. So it becomes the Broadway or the theater stuff. So no, I wish it did. The untucked this week, Bradonna explains why he threw up in the heels and in the drag. It's just challenging, and she couldn't take it. And she now that said, makes sense. But she was because... also upset because it's hard to be told you're not pretty. It is, but I, the heels thing really makes sense because if when you're standing still for a long time in heels, it's very hard on your whole body. It's easier and to you, move, yeah. Like it's keep moving, keep dancing, keep a beat, walk and do anything. But standing in one place, he should have just he you know he had a full length gown on. He should have just taken the shoes off. See, you can't leave the the blood a chance to pool. You got to keep it moving, circulating. Exactly. Um, but um, he does have a nice change of heart, though. He says maybe I can go into the locker room and tell people about this experience, and they will accept gays. Which was really nice to see. Um, Darian's daughter is being an instigator backstage. She's telling Adore that she needs to learn how to sew. (laughs) And she's really just, she's the star of Untucked. She's feeling it. She loves it. Bianca's bride says they want to hire her to come do everyone's makeup. (laughs) I don't get it. I wouldn't want to go to that wedding. The whole bridal party at Bianca Del Rio mugs. Oh, God. I mean, I would literally, it would be horrifying. That's a nightmare wedding to Satan. <laughs> uh, Adore that would be stunning. gets a message from her mom that's basically the light your fire. Honey, you're going to lip sync, so we're going to put a mom message in. <laughs> yeah. They placed that. That happens. They definitely placed, chose when to show that. Uh, and then we see uh, Bianca winning her trip to Hawaii, and then she s- turns to Derry and it says, "Beats Florida." That didn't you win that? Such a cunt. <laughs> cunty, I love her. Cunty. Such a bitch. Uh, we are too, though. Sometimes. Thank you so much for joining Ooh, us. Ooh, me, Rue, never. Ooh, <laughs> kissy Christmas, Rue, Rue, Rosie, Q, Brace Chaser, Classy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I just chose to keep going. Uh, thank thank you. you so much. <laughs> we didn't want to waste such a viewer's time. Oh my god! Thank you, Chicago. Uh, thank you, Chicago. Um, thank you so much for joining us for Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Classy this week. <laughs> I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. Because if you didn't do it last week, I told you then too. And every other week before it. So do it. And then rate us. Exactly. And you can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. Our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. Our Mom Podcast account is at Mom Podcast. Plus. We have plus, plus. Check out our bonus plus content available at <laughs> patreon.com slash Willem. And you can right. search for all the Race Chaser stuff by searching Race Chaser in the search box and then just scroll down and watch them all. They're great. For only a dollar. 
Yeah. And send us an email anytime uh, at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us why this episode is the Forbidden Lost episode. Forbidden. Stay safe. Get the facts. Respect each other out in the world. We're not forbidden anymore. It's and fun. we'll be back next week with more not forbidden content. That's right. We're going to do all the episodes whether you like it or not. <laughs> We're going to take a break on that one. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderbird. Go.